BFF.FM is an award-winning community radio station coming to you 24-7 from the heart of San Francisco. I love BFF.FM because of what it represents, you know, a uniting of the local music community. The diversity of shows is way more fun than any kind of commercial radio you might find. Become a monthly donor and you'll be connected to a cool community of music lovers helping us build strong community radio for San Francisco our besties. I get to go to these cool bestie bashes and I get to have a sweet members only pin and I get to feel like I'm contributing to the community. Join us at bff.fm slash donate. bff.fm. Streaming with my besties. Down. Zero. Radio. Welcome to the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Goth, new wave, synth pop, and industrial music with guest DJs, interviews, ticket giveaways, and news from the scene every Tuesday from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM. Now here's your host, Owen. That's me! This is the Hanging Garden Radio Show. This is BFF.FM Best Frequencies Forever. Oh, that's right. And you know I'm going to tell you this because I have told you this every week for, Jesus, two years. Two years! We are not coming to you from home atop. The Tower, Peter Murphy. We are not in the Kevin Keyes studio. We are not in the John, excuse me, the Al Jorgensen studio. We are not on John Water Street in San Francisco because we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are at my house. Yes, still at my house. It's it's like house arrest. It's like you and me are cellies in in our in, in this home. Uh, it's the weirdest thing. We go out, though. We even have separate lives, but we always come back together. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of nice, which only makes it even creepier. Uh, <laughs> I could continue to examine this, but I'd rather not, to be honest. I'd rather just get to the company we're having over today. None, o- none other than Mr. Dusty Gannon, the big juicy brain behind the post-punk project of premier premium music called Vision Video. Dusty, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being had. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> How I—I are... <laughs> I gotta say that was the most vivacious, wonderful opening to any show that I think I've ever heard. So well done. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much <laughs> for your kind words, and I can yeah. tell you don't listen to the show, which only makes this far more <laughs> exciting. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there you go. I mean, you know, what better way than to dive headlong in to the deep end? So. I love it. I love this so much. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah, just um, I'm, I'm here at, at home in uh, Athens, Georgia. Uh, you know, I am kind of in, in between tours right now. So there's not like a heck of a lot going on. We're kind of doing some one off shows here and there. We just did Dragon Con last week. We How cool is that? Yeah. Oh, God, it's just so much fun. Uh, it's uh, a, a dear friend. Uh, once told me when he was trying to convince me to go for my first time because I'm not really a big like con goer uh, he was like man I I'm telling you you're going to love it it's giant drunk adult Halloween for four days <laughs> and I mean I, it's like exactly right it's sort of the anti-con it's, it's like a bunch of people celebrating nerd culture and like literally whatever you love within that sort of umbrella be it goth stuff there's goth nights we had the first goth night dance party actually on the friday night uh that was so much fun it was at capacity the entire time which is nuts to me but um you know there's if you're into star wars there's star wars if you're into lord of the rings there's lord of the rings like literally any game movie whatever there's a group of people there that really want to talk to you about it so i just love that it's like a unbridled unhinged celebration and honestly some of the best nightlife i've ever seen in the world exists at dragon con but uh yeah you know i did that and then uh i'm kind of working on some new music right now so that's exciting it's just like pre-demo phase stuff but i love writing because it's just such a like bizarre like exploratory process into the mind of you know just seeing like who you are in a mirror and sometimes that's ugly and sometimes it's really pretty and uh sometimes somewhere in, in between <laughs> i i'm actually delighted to hear that you are working on new music i i will say that i'm sure i'm not the only one yeah i hope not <laughs> uh yeah i mean we, we've got a bunch of new stuff coming out like literally right now um we've, we just had our first three singles of the record, uh, Beautiful Day to Die, Promises, and Death in a Hallway have already been released. And then the next one's called Cruelty Commodity, and that's coming out on my birthday next week, on the 20th. Happy birthday! Um, thank you. Yeah, I'm not really a big birthday guy. Like, I don't ever do anything. And my partner right now is like, she's planning this, like, hybrid surprise but not really a surprise party for me apparently and the I'm secret's like, out if you know <laughs> yeah i was just like i'm like i i asked her today i was like hey scarlet can you just like tell me when this thing is happening so that i don't plan something because i'm always planning a bunch of crap and then it's like oh whoops like i was supposed to be here you know but anyway um yeah yeah that's that's kind of what's going on here uh as far as releases are concerned you know it's just like this record's coming out on the 13th of October, and I think, like, our fans are really going to like it. You're going to see a much different version of, like, that first record. The, 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 the difference that I could liken this to is, like, that first record for me was, like, Three Imaginary Boys for The Cure. This one's going to be, like, 17 seconds. Well, I mean, that's... So. Uh, that's a very tantalizing uh, comparison, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about, and, and believe me, we will. Uh, I, I want to get into the music, if that's okay, Dusty. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. 
Well, this is going to be one hell of an episode, let me tell you, because also on the Hanging Garden Radio Show, we are going to head to Little Rock, Arkansas with DJ 1029 from the awesome ghoulish gathering known as Club Nevermore. We got a lot of really good music requests this week. We have so much going on in the nightlife news, so much happening. But first, we're just going to kick it off right now. My name is Owen. This is BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. This is the Hanging Garden Radio Show. And we're going to start with our guest today, Vision Video, and the song In My Side. All of this is coming to you right now! Yeah!
From the cradle bars comes a beckoning voice that's saying spinning You have no choice Yeah.
<laughs> Hanging Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. Oh, yeah, let's not do that again. Uh, but, but maybe what we should do is tell you all about what we just enjoyed, and I certainly did enjoy that. That last song was Resist! Resist! by Frontline Assembly. I had requests for Frontline Assembly out of both Portland, Oregon, and Utah, so I hope that you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Prior to that one, Echo Barrel, the song is Silent Monster. That was the extended club version, a suggestion out of Virginia. Prior to that one, Malt Shot Doma with Volney. That was also for somebody in the Portland area. A uh, different person, of course. Before that one, you already know, Spellbound by Susie and the Banshees. That was for somebody in New York City. And also, I had a request for Susie out of Central California. And we opened that set with our guest today, Vision Video, and the song In My Side. And right here in my side is Dusty Gannon from Vision Video. You still with me? Oh, yeah. Hi, hi. Oh, thank God. You know, I'm old, I worry. <laughs> you remember that commercial from the 80s? Uh, where It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, at 10 p.m., I barely know where I am. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, a TikTok recently that I thought was really funny, and it was this girl talking about that commercial, and she's talking about, like, 80s moms and, like, how... She's like, you know, they they just seem like they're just kind of wasted. Actually, it might have been Christina Pajitsky from your mom's house. But uh, anyway, you know, just just funny, like to just to assume that '80s parents actually gave a shit. In the, or, excuse me. Oh mom. no! You dropped oh, the S bomb. I did. There's, I said the S one. There's uh, smoke coming out of people's radios. <laughs> there, there, there's alarms everywhere. Beep 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 everywhere there's the like fcc <laughs> the fcc police are coming after me now yep sirens there's there's emergency vehicles being mobilized from every direction <laughs> all coming your direction oh no oh geez what have i done well i guess we'll find <laughs> out uh i gotta ask i mean you brought up tiktok uh yeah dusty gannon you do spend a lot of time on tiktok yeah i do um it's not something that I ever thought my life would incorporate into a big way, uh, but it's literally something I think about multiple times a day, every day now. Um, yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time for the most part. What exactly <laughs> are you doing? So TikTok for me, uh, I, I guess I'll just give you the kind of a story of, of what that all became for my life. Uh, so I started a TikTok in April or no, yeah, April of 2020. And so we were locked down. Obviously, it was the, the, the darkest of dark times in our lifetime, I guess. And I was a paramedic and firefighter. And uh, I was also trying to promote our music. So I, you know, I started to realize like that TikTok was like really powerful insofar as that it's algorithmic reach to whatever you're into really kind of finds its audience if it's done well. So I started to do TikToks. Uh, a lot of it's extraordinarily cringy and embarrassing. So if you want to laugh, just go two years back uh, and you'll find some really hilarious videos of me. 
Um, but, uh, you know, moving along, we started to grow, you know, a pretty, pretty large following on it. It was, you know, in the tens of thousands of followers, uh, which, you know, I, I really don't try to put a lot of credence into those numbers because it doesn't really ultimately matter. It, it doesn't cost anybody anything to click a button that says follow. But what does matter is like your engagement with your fans and the people that are actually like enjoying the music or the art or whatever you're putting out. That's the only thing that matters. But just for strata purposes, you know, we had a few, like, I think we had like 20,000 followers because I did a lot of riffing on me being in the sort of goth subculture and being a firefighter and, and war veteran. Um, so as that kind of grew, I was just trying, it was, it TikTok's wild. You have to kind of figure out what resonates on your behalf with other people, right? So like, you're, you're, you're being put in front of a ton of people. I mean, like hundreds of millions of people can see your content and you have to sort of go, well, this is the thing that works for me. So it's this very unique kind of cool journey that you go on of just sort of whittling down content to be something that speaks to whatever it is that you're doing in life. And uh, one fateful day, a year and some change ago, uh, I was in my at-home studio where I was writing what I call scratch tracks. Now, scratch tracks are, it's, it's a term I use sort of colloquially for these little songs where I'm trying to develop a harmony or a melody or something like that. So I will put on a drum machine and I will record some guitar and I'm really mostly usually trying to figure out the vocal melody. Uh, so the way I do that is I kind of write nonsense words. I just like start singing funny stuff. Uh, sometimes it's literally gibberish. Sometimes it's like a story or sometimes it's a joke or just something funny. That way I can kind of remember it easier. So for whatever reason that day i woke up and i was i had just met our bass player's dad uh and actually both his parents and i was thinking about them because they're from the midwest and they're like ridiculously like wholesome people um and i was thinking about my dad a lot you know my dad's an awesome guy and he tells these like terrible jokes all the time i just had a conversation with him i was just inundated with bad dad jokes and then I was like, wouldn't it be funny if there was like this dad who's like, like a 50s TV dad, but he's like goth, like, and not just like kind of goth, like not just like, oh, it's spooky here. Like he knows his stuff. Like, he, like it would be so funny to have that contrast. So I wrote this song called Goth Dad. And I was just re literally working on a vision video track and I was, I was like, well, this is kind of funny. I wonder if anybody else would think so. Put it on there and it just exploded. Mm -hmm. And people came out of the woodwork going, well, oh, this is so funny, but like, what does he do? And I was like, what do you mean? It's a song. And they're like, no, 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 like, this is a character, right? And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I made it into a character and I have like a background of, you know, theater and, performance arts in general from when I was a kid and I've always been into to cinema and film and, and all that stuff so I was like well let me let me just like see fit, try this on for size you know and I did this midwestern accent it just came out of nowhere and I at that point I had never even been to the midwest 
which is <laughs> so I'm I'm the ultimate poser now, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like when we we played in uh, Minnesota for the first time back in like November, and I was like. We made it like a literal TikTok of like I'm I'm you know driving around and Emily's filming and she's like, oh you know you've never even been to the Midwest and I was like yeah they're gonna find out I'm a total poser now, you know in the in the accent and everything but um, yeah so that it's it's just resonated with people and you know now it's kind of so this all started as like sort of marketing for the band and just being like hey I am Dusty from Athens and I played post-punk goth rock music whatever if you like it come check it out but with this new sort of introduction to goth dad it really resonated with people in an extremely big way and at first i didn't really get it but then it hit me one day like a sack of bricks like there's all these people if you look through the comments there's so many people different genders just different ethnicities different races religions everything who are all saying very similar things. I never had a healthy dad, and I wish you were my dad. And I started to read these comments, and it became slowly, but also very quickly, in some ways, very apparent to me that, like, there's responsibility to this. There's gravity to this. This isn't just you, like, messing around on the internet. This There's, like, a really cool opportunity for, for you to show people this subculture, this music, most importantly, that you love, but in a very healthy, kind, compassionate, uh, ethical and moral kind of way. Uh, so, you know, ever since then, I, I there's a lot of, some of it's like crossed over, like there's a little bit of vision video and got that, and there's a little bit of got that and vision video. But they're very two separate realities. Um, but, you know, I mean, honestly, like, I feel so fulfilled to be able to make these little videos because if this simple video that I can make teaches kids and young adults about, like, this music and the, su and the subcultural scene in a healthy way, uh, and but gives them a little bit of reprieve, then, like, awesome like why wouldn't i do that that's just it's like crazy not to at this point you know so. i i didn't want to interrupt you but the first thing i i want to say is you know thank you for your service uh both as a veteran and also as a, a first responder um and i i know a lot of people will will feel the same way uh that said there's a common theme here to what you're talking about you're you're talking mm -hmm. about doing something in fun and it kind of resonating with people and getting your attention for a, an emotional resonance with those people that right. it, it's more than just the fun that they're having and when you put that in line with you also being a first responder and uh and and some of the other things you've kind of alluded to um not to not to get all dr phil on you here but like <laughs> you, you strike me as somebody who's extremely uh emotionally aware uh that that like perhaps the world that you live in is one of of five senses and another one that's like super sharp involving the the interpersonal connection that humanity mm -hmm. as as a mammalian herd have with one another is is that right. an overstatement no not at all i mean 
I think, uh, you know, I read this really fantastic book by this guy named Sebastian Junger. Uh, it's called Tribe, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But it, basically, Sebastian Junger was in the uh, in Afghanistan during like the Restrepo incident. Uh, for anybody out there that's familiar with that, it's just like a really bad battle that happened where a lot of Americans lost their lives. And uh, he 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 came back from war correspondency and kind of got away from it for a while. And he wrote this book, Tribe, and it's all literally about finding your tribe. Like you've got to find fulfillment through finding your group. Because when you fall away from everybody else and you are socially and mentally and spiritually on some level isolated from other people, then it, it does not lead to good roads and it, the destinations are grim. Um, and, I, and I truly believe in that. I mean, I think that human beings um, are, are best suited towards not the herd, I won't say that, but I'll say the, the community and the connection because once we feel connected to each other and we see each other as not other, we, we see each other as um, a, a sort of kindred spirit or something like that, then, then our, our ability for empathy, our ability to connect and to share like resources even, just basic things is so much easier when we see each other as human beings and not just like something else some other thing to be contested so uh, so yeah does this um does this uh, uh deep emotional awareness inform uh your work uh, as vision video like how how does this affect your musical art yeah I, uh, for sure i mean i think you know first off like when i write music i write a lot of music pretty much all of our music is about you know, things that I've been through, that I've seen, that I've witnessed, that I live with forever, that I think that are things that I wish that I had not experienced. Like there's wisdom in within experience, but there's also like ignorance is bliss. Like some things you don't want to know, you know? And when you see it firsthand, it's like, there it is. I don't write music specifically about that though. I don't write songs specifically about that moment in time because I want the listener to be connected with it and I think that you know if I wrote every single song about what it's like to walk down a road in Afghanistan worried about blowing up every third step you take a lot of people are going to lose their connection to that because they don't have that exact experience but I can connect with you about so instead of that notion of like IEDs in the streets. I can connect with you about walking down a hallway and being afraid of other people, you know, and their and their their words, their their actions towards you. Like, you know, if say you're in high school and you're walking down a hallway and you're you're terrified of what other people are going to do or say to you, that's a similar experience. And I want to draw a connection somewhere in, in between. You're so part of it is me, and then part of it is, is you as a listener. You're saying you that, that like the, the, the background medium of, of fear 
being moved into more of a prominent and permanent place in somebody's uh, experience as they go about their day to day life, that that is a universal feeling. And, yes. and, yes. and yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, and, and it can be, uh, yeah, the results of that can be really uh, intense for people to say the least. Right. I, I'm I'm doing my best not to veer into that end of the conversation because I don't want to pick at your scabs, if you will. Um, <laughs> no worries. But like, yeah, I yeah, like, um, are you like? Tell me a bit about the song "Inked in Red" and how that fits into this feeling. Right. Yeah. So "Inked in Red" is the namesake off of our first record. Uh, it, it was like actually one of the first singles we ever released as well. Um, Inked in Red is a song sonically that sort of pays homage to The Smiths and The Cure, like just really intricate uh, guitar work that some of my favorite guitar writing that I've ever done. But as a, a, a lyrical and, and, and uh, as, as insofar as the content of the song, it is a song about uh, literally I wrote that in 2018 when I had this like really intense mental breakdown. Basically, uh, I was home from the military for a couple years. I had been working in the fire department, and I was pretty new to paramedicine and, and firefighting. And I saw a lot of bad things within that first year of me being out in the field. Uh, and I and I was just sort of I like lost control of my reality i just basically non-stop was thinking about mortality and it really pushed me into this very dark place where i was losing uh my sense of, of purpose and my sense of connection to everybody because i was like well what's the point i've i've seen where this is going to go whether through some random act of violence or through you know, disease and, and age, you know, and, and I just got into this very dramatically unhealthy place where nothing really mattered anymore. And I was making very like brash decisions, very risky decisions all the time. Uh, and, you know, this song is about me trying to fight to keep myself alive and to keep my mental health in check. Uh, because I, I, after a long time of ignoring it and ignoring these really, you know, existentially uh, threatening mental health issues, um, I, I realized that that becoming better was not a passive but a very active thing that you have to take a role in. Nobody just wakes up one day and just says like, oh, like. I was depressed, but now it's just gone. <laughs> well, you can, know, but can I, I think... ask you how you have managed to to work through that. I think, yeah, you, you know, obviously you're not the only person that has had extreme amounts of trauma, and and I, mm -hmm. I agree, you're right. It's not as much about the specifics as to what causes people to to feel those intense feelings as much right. as it's the feelings themselves that we all have in common. So. If you were telling people that are in the throes of what you're describing right now, what would you tell them? Yeah, well, I mean, the biggest thing for me, was, and everybody's different, so everybody's journey to getting better 
is going to look a little different. But I think a very universal thing, and it was the biggest thing for me, was you've got to talk to people. Number one, mo most importantly, you have to talk to a professional that you are comfortable with that is trained and educated in helping you identify how to get better. And then number two, before you, you let, before you go, go on, I want to interject there. Uh, yeah. I, there's sometimes, especially for people my age and older, how could I be mm. old? Uh, <laughs> but for people <laughs> my age and older, some people have a stigma around around mental health. And I, I want right. to say this. Um, if you had a weird knocking in your car, you would take it to the expert and fix it rather than right. let it get worse. And, right. and be like, oh, well, I, I don't want to take my car to a mechanic. That just admits I have a problem. Rather than actually fixing the problem and going right. to the person that knows the answer, that deals with it every day. And if you have a problem in your life or in your feelings, there are people who are experts in seeing how those work and, and you know, fixing those for you. And, and like giving in to some kind of weird stigma is akin to letting your car just make a weird noise until it gets worse and worse when somebody can fix it right down the street if you just take it over there there are right i'm not saying mental health is is that easy but like there are people who make their entire careers helping each other like helping us find the thing that's making the weird noise in our head and then fix it so if you've right. got something going on fix it like don't feel right. embarrassed or intimidated or whatever you know go ahead and get it taken care of just like you would anything else with an expert so i i'm 100 behind you on that and i just i didn't yeah. mean to interrupt i mean i did but no. i didn't mean to interrupt but i i just wanted to to make that point because i think that's really important yeah absolutely yeah um i mean i yeah you've, you've nailed it i mean it's it's really a matter of accepting the humility of yourself because we it, it it becomes such a different thing when you do it's almost like addiction you know you have yeah. to identify that there's a problem and then once you do that it's scary because you've spoken it into existence it's like breathing life into this thing and you're like oh like i don't know how i yeah, but it's already there. That. You know, it's, it's it's right. What get briefly? What what was the the second one that I cut you off for? Oh, and well, so that's kind of in 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 keeping with that as well. You've got to additionally bring people in your life, your family, your friends. They have to know about it because if they don't know. Those are the people that are there with you in the day to day, and they—it's just like they are your support system, right? And 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 the, unfortunately, that gives that like bears responsibility to them as well. But you cannot succeed without support. But to that point, the people that care about you, even you know, just right. even your friends, like. It, the people that care about you want to feel needed and they want to yes. feel close with you 
And right. when we allow ourselves to accept favors from each other, as long as we're not exploiting each other, if we exactly. allow ourselves to, to accept favors from each other, then the people who, who support us in whatever it may be, you know, whether it's, you know, loaning us a few bucks till the end of the month or whether it's like listening to us complain about what's making us, you know, stay up at night or whatever, the people <laughs> who support us, they feel needed by you. They feel right. valuable because they know that they are. And then when the time comes, you can do that for them. And so like you're grateful to them. They feel important to you. L letting people help you through things in your life, whatever they may be, as long, again, as long as you're not exploiting them, letting people right. help you only makes people feel good and closer together yes. and gives you the opportunity to do that for them and feel good on that level. So, like, this is not an imposition. This is actually something that people in your life probably want you to do, but we don't yeah. have the words in our culture to say to somebody, you should let me do things for you. Like, that sounds right. weird because we don't say those words, but that's how we feel. So, Absolutely. So, yeah. I, I don't want to cut you short, but we're... I, it's only a two-hour show, and this yeah. is a this is kind of an important conversation, uh, like a yeah. really important conversation. So I didn't want to didn't want to stop, but I, I need to get back into the music if that's all right with you. Yeah, let's do it. So let's hear the song "Inked in Red" by our guest today, Vision Video. In just a moment, we are also going to go out to the Little Rock scene with DJ Ten Twenty Nine. More music, more requests, the nightlife news, more me, Owen, more of all of this right here on bff.fm hanging garden radio show but right now inked in red vision video seriously don't go anywhere
Mm, Hanging Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Oh, man, you knew I was going to say that. But what you might not know is that that last song was Bang, Bang, Bang by Suicide Commando. That was a uh, really good choice by our other guest today, DJ1029 in Little Rock. We're going to talk with him in just a moment. Prior to that one, I had a request out of New Mexico for Christian Death, so I thought I'd play one I don't normally get to hear that much, and I hope you liked it as much as I do. That's the Wind Kissed Pictures, and we opened that set with our guest today, Vision Video, and the song Inked in Red! And with us is, in fact, DJ1021 from the Little Rock scene. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. And how are you doing? I got no complaints. You know me. I mean, you know, us old old goths love to complain. So if I got nothing to complain about, I must be doing pretty damn well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how is Little Rock? How's Arkansas? How's doing a club in Arkansas? Um, I'm doing well. Uh, the club night is doing well as as, as well. Um, it is hot as hell here in Arkansas right now, but I imagine it's pretty hot out in California as well. Um, I keep seeing news reports about that. Um, but we're doing very well. We're on our fourth year here with uh, Club Nevermore, and we continue to keep building to bigger and better venues and bigger and better shows. I know Club Nevermore is the only goth night in Arkansas. Um, my, my question is, what was it like when you started it is that the first goth night that's ever been in arkansas where people like what is this <laughs> no um there have been a couple other attempts at doing a uh, a darker theme post-punk kind of an evening um here in little rock but it had been almost 10 years before i had moved here um that anybody had attempted to do anything um prior to that in general for the state um, up in uh, Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas, which is uh, northwest Arkansas, um, they used to do, uh, I say they, um, two of the resident DJs on the Club Nevermore team, um, DJ Wilhelm and DJ Graveyard Gloria, those two used to do a night up in Fayetteville called Darkness Resurrected. Um, but again, that, that had been long since folded, um, at least for five years. Uh, prior to me moving out here from California. So, you know, here, um, basically we had to start the scene from scratch. Um, so the way I did that was uh, basically created a Facebook page. Uh, and it was just, you know, a social club on Facebook for people who lived in Arkansas and were into goth and industrial music. And that Facebook group slowly built. And the master plan around it was to build a stable of folks that I could then go to venues in town and say, hey, take a look at this group. I've got 300 people that are interested in this music. Give me a chance to come do a night at your club, venue, bar, etc." And uh, the plan actually worked. So we, we got off and running uh, April 9th of 2019, uh, April 13th to be specific of 2019. And uh, from there, we have continued to build. Were people, when they when they found out that there was a club in, in Little Rock again, were they just like over the moon being like, I've waited so long for this to happen? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, living here in Arkansas in general, it I say being red state. We used to be a blue state during the Clinton era. That's where Bill and uh, where Bill at least is from, uh, Clinton. Um, a little town called Clinton, Hope, if I remember right. Yep, I've, I've been through it a couple of times. Yep, um, but. Uh, the thing with living here in Arkansas is there are small islands of refuge for folks of our, our kin. Um, so when you venture out into the more rural areas of the state, um, you do get side glances, funny looks, and sometimes comments um, for you know wearing all black, having you know crazy hair colors, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and there is, you know, I've been told that Little Rock itself is the belt buckle of the Bible Belt. Um, so in my circles and places that I go, I do not run into that kind of, uh, racism and prejudice, prejudice and misogyny that, that it's experienced in other parts of the state. But, uh, one of the things that people continuously come to me and say, and it makes me feel really good is thank you for having this because I did not feel safe going to X bar or X club, et cetera, et cetera. I, this feels like a place where I can be myself and it's very important to me I think that's one of the really cool things about the goth scene is that it's definitely a safer space than most uh, I I used to live in, in Portland, Oregon and there are a lot of people who are exotic dancers in, in that city a lot and sometimes people who weren't necessarily into goth music or the gothic subculture would come by the goth clubs after work because it was a place they could go have a drink, sit around, relax in, you know, at a place as opposed to at home where they knew that they wouldn't be uh, treated really badly or worse, you know, treated really dangerously. So right. it can be a very welcoming location. And then, of course, you know, there's various other groups as well. So it's, you know, something that I, I guess we should be proud of. We're not perfect. Yeah. I think we got some stuff we definitely need to work on when it comes to inclusivity, but uh, I think we're definitely further ahead than many other kinds of places people could go. Most definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's it like going to Nevermore? Like when people come in from other states and they, they hit up Club Nevermore in Little Rock, Arkansas, and they see you, DJ1029, what is the what is the first thing that they notice? What are they, what are they, they, um, uh, fixed by when they show up um i would say right off the get-go as soon as you come in to our space um one of the things that you're going to encounter first off is is very friendly folks um from the door person to the bartender and the second thing that's going to hit you in the face is going to be the lights and sound that we put on um we have several thousand dollars worth of, of lighting and sound equipment that we've invested into the night um, because we're we're very much about creating a really awesome experience and atmosphere when you come out to the club night. I, I grew up um, in a small town in upstate New York and did not have the experience a lot of folks did in their younger years of going to these amazing clubs and places. And I, I'm growing up in New York, a lot of people went to New York City. I, I didn't do that. So when I moved away and moved to Texas, my first amazing experience in a club was in Houston. It, uh, that's legendary uh, bar and nightclub called Numbers. That place is awesome. I have played there it myself. Is. Yep. And they have had so many great 
uh, artists performed there. There's a lot of history. So having those experiences and seeing the amazing lights and the fog machines and the sound and just the experience, people dressed up, I fell in love with that whole concept and that atmosphere. So we try to create that every time we do Club Nevermore. Fantastic. That, I, yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, so uh, DJ1029, uh, I have one other question about Arkansas before, before I, I ask you about the music you picked. I gotta ask, Arkansas has a state park that contains a diamond mine that you can actually go in and try to find diamonds. I did it myself once, I didn't find anything but dirt. Uh, do you know anybody that's ever actually gotten a diamond out of that place? Not directly. My wife and I went um, and we pulled some buckets of dirt out of there. We didn't find anything as far as we know. Um, the thing with, with diamonds specifically is they don't look like the stuff that you see in the K Jewelers ads. Obviously, they're not all cut and everything, but they'll look really weird. Sometimes they're black, sometimes they're golden colored. Um, they don't obviously look like something that could be you know, cleaved nicely and put into a ring. Um, so that's one of the hardest things about, you know, what they call rock hounding. Um, so yeah, we have that, uh, it's a crater of diamond state park. And then we also have, um, several quartz mines in the state quartz is one of the biggest, uh, things that we export out of Arkansas and quartz is used in a variety of different industrial applications. And it's also used, um, for more spiritual stuff in, in healing and, and um, gemstones with chakras and things of that nature um, so there's a lot of people that come here to the state from out of the state specifically Texas and they will set up for a whole week and just you know mine an area and then take all of their stuff back and they got like a little gem you know wrapping thing going on on Etsy and they sell jewelry you know from the stuff they dug out of the ground things like that so it's kind of cool that is cool I, I didn't realize that people were really doing that it's like a 21st century 49ers yep yep that's crazy that's awesome actually yeah Arkansas has some really beautiful places too um so you were kind enough to uh to pick some songs for us at DJ 1029 uh, we we opened with the song Bang Bang Bang. It's a new track by Suicide Commando. What made you choose that for us, sir? Uh, a couple different reasons. One, we just had the pleasure of having them play here in, in Little Rock, Arkansas for the very first time um, that the band has ever been in Arkansas. They've never played here before. They came on July 4th. Um, that song specifically speaks to a lot of what's going on in America today with gun culture and gun violence. And I think it's it's a powerful message in what he's speaking about, about how masculinity has been tied to, you know, having a big truck and, you know, having as many guns as possible and et cetera, et cetera. And there's so much more to being a human being than toting around your toys. And I, I think that's a, it's a powerful message that a lot of Americans need to hear. Um, so that's one of the reasons um, that I picked that particular song. The other reason is, is I became even more in love with the band after seeing them perform live and you know spending a day with the band and, and getting to hang out with them and things like that. They're, they're great guys. It's definitely a good choice. And you have another song for us as well, the song Modern Demon by Combi Christ. Uh, tell me a little bit about what that one means to you. So Combi Christ has been uh, 
a love of mine for years, and I and I know it can be um, based on some of the previous members in the band. It can be a band that people are like, ooh, you know, they're, they're problematic. Um, I've stuck with them over the years because I know Andy, the front man, uh, personally. He is a friend of mine. Um, we've had many talks after shows, and I feel like what he is doing is out of love for the music, and he really enjoys performing and touching people's lives with music. Um, he, he constantly tours. Right now, they're in Europe. Um, on a second leg of another European tour. So if he's not touring, he's at home working on more material to be able to get back out on the road and tour again with a new album. So it's he's an artist that really loves to do what he's doing, and I hope one day that I can have that type of vocation in my life. Um, you know, I, I would love to be able to DJ as, as a profession, you know, people think about, you know, Dead Mouse and Skrillex and things like that. You rarely ever hear about a goth DJ that, you know, drives a Lamborghini around. But uh, I just consider myself lucky to be able to do it full time. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to have a Lamborghini. I'm lucky to pay my, my rent, but mm -hmm. uh, but I'm happy nonetheless to be able to do this. Every night is a gift, man. Every night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm oh, sorry. Go on. Well, I was just going to add uh, the, the track that I picked, Modern Demon. Um, the band Come Christ itself um, has, has gone on a variety of different paths. You know, they kind of went in the, the metal, new metal genre for a little while there with a couple of their albums. And the particular track that I picked out, I think is a banger. It's a good club hit and it has a good beat and, and it gets, gets the crowd moving. There's a lot of energy to it. Um, and I feel like Andy's starting to move more back towards his icon of Coil Roots. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's a good song, definitely. Uh, one more time before I let you go, DJ1029, how do we follow you? How do we follow Club Nevermore and Little Rock? Like, where's all your stuff at? So my stuff is that, for me specifically as a DJ, I am going to be um, playing in Memphis this Friday. Um, at a club called Dystopia, and I'm going to be guest DJ there. And uh, then this Saturday, we're going to be doing Club Nevermore, and you can find out all, all about Club Nevermore at clubnevermore.com, which is our website. And we've also got a Facebook page, so it's just facebook.com forward slash Club Nevermore. Um, we have merch, you know, you got clubnevermore.bigcartel.com, so you can rep some merch for us, which would be amazing. Um, and merch sales and things like that go to, you know, helping us buy decorations, add more little frills and things like that to the night. So it really helps us when people uh, sign up and get, and get merch and sign up for the mailing list. Uh, so clubnevermore.com to recap, clubnevermore.bigcartel.com. And on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com forward slash DJ1029. And then the club is at facebook.com forward slash club nevermore. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on the Hanging Garden Radio Show, DJ1029. And thanks for making a home for us in Arkansas. In just a moment, we are going to have more time with Vision Video. We have the nightlife news coming up. A lot, of mo a lot more music, requests, more fun, more me, Owen, right here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show on BFF.FM. 
but right now it's Modern Demon by Combi Christ as played by DJ1029. We'll see you on the other side.
Rose Botanicals on Etsy would like to provide you spa quality products using nature's purest ingredients. Allow the complexities of ancient beauty baths inspired by global royalty traditions or the simplicity of nature's healing concoctions to nourish your body and soul. Indulge yourself. Find Rare Rose Botanicals on Etsy and acquire your own enchanted bathing experience. Does your outfit or your home need that unique gothic touch? What we like to call gothique? Then visit gothly.co, an online store specializing in gothic home decor and fashion accessories at a great price. We also carry one-of-a-kind items created by local artists that will definitely make you stand out. Visit gothly.co. We are unique. We are goth. We are gothique. That's gothly.co. We hope you visit us soon. Well, hello there, Dusty Gannon from Vision Video. How are you holding up? How is your hanging garden experience going? Uh, it's ghoulishly wonderful, I've got to say. So thank you very much. It's been great. Oh, no, thank you. I, I have a big question for you. Are you ready for the big question? Hit me. Oh, that's the best way you could have asked. Do you like <laughs> songs about trucks in America sung in an unbelievably exaggerated twang? Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> well, you, you do live in Georgia. Uh, how yeah, about? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a requirement of state uh, citizenship. Totally right. How about idiotic music consisting only of underdressed teenagers gesturing at the audience? <laughs> uh, I, I'll pass on that. <laughs> oh. Well, I can't imagine why. Or maybe you just prefer to listen to someone screaming, screaming, screaming in an echo chamber about news that isn't even real. Oh, boy. That's that's in the void at all costs. I mean, Above you, all else. you live in Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, anyway, mm. uh, I mean, it's amazing to me, uh, just shocking that you're not chomping at the bit to get at this stuff, because all of this and more just like it is waiting for you right now on mainstream radio. Or, instead of letting commercial interests dictate what you can and cannot hear, you can go to bff.fm and support real community radio right now. I bet you have a favorite show on this station, and I bet it's the Hanging Garden Radio Show, huh? <laughs> Good answer! <Yes. laughs> I love you so much. Um, seriously, though, whether it is for us, and if it is, bff.fm slash donate, make a little note that it's for us. If it's not for us, it can be for any of the other shows on this station. There really are a lot of amazing things that happen here, really spanning every imaginable kind of music, The not the least of which is my stinky-ass brother's show, House of Love. House of Love! <laughs> which happens every Thursday afternoon from 2 to 4 Pacific time in the afternoon. Uh, like this show, you can catch it live on the station, or if you'd prefer, you can hear it anytime you like. It's a podcast. Any of the shows, including this one, you can do that. Uh, but, you know, whether it's for us, whether it's for House of Love, whether it's for, you know, the other hundred shows on the station, even if it's for the station collectively as a whole, you can do that too. BFF.FM slash donate. Now, the most important thing that I say each time that I beg you for money, that I extend my glad hand right into your pocket, put my fingers in your wallet, and try to extract the bills, 
Uh, the, uh, the, the most important part is that radio only happens because you listen to it. If there were no listeners, we wouldn't be here. So the fact that you are hearing me do this right now makes you a supporter of the Hanging Garden Radio Show and of BFF.FM. So seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But if you want to do even more, and, and you can in these crazy inflationary times, bff.fm slash donate. And again, if you want it to be for the Hanging Garden, just make a little note that it's for us. And, you know, if the worst happens and we run out of money and we go away, well, I mean, you always have those other fine radio, radio options I mentioned. I'm sure those will do you just fine. All past episodes of the Hanging Garden Radio Show are available for you to listen to anytime. Just go to bff.fm, find the show's page, click on Tuesday, and you'll find us right there waiting to be binged on. Now back to Owen for this week's event calendar. And away we go! It's going to be another fantastic week here in Northern California that's practically overflowing with decadent dance doings, lively live lineups, and other amazing amicable assemblies sure to inspire the fire to go haywire there with friends. As always in these unusual days with different events and different venues practicing different procedures to keep us safe, it is smart to strive to arrive outside with what they may need for a fast vax facts and mask ask task. And if some of these grand ghoulish gatherings seem inconveniently located from where you happen to be right now, or you feel uncomfortable to grace the face space at the place, embrace the gold mine of online design refinements in our scene. There many of these creep up meetups leap up on platforms like Zoom, Twitch and the like, so you never have to be left out, no matter where you are. So with that said, let's do the nightlife news, and let's keep you in the know about all that is happening in Northern California's incredible dark music community. It all kicks off tonight at San Francisco's weekly wonderland of wanton wan whimsy, the intriguing interaction entitled Inner Zone, interposed at F. Eight DJs Hex Embrace, Visk, and specifically for tonight, Raph are there to manifest marvelous macabre merriment with a compelling compendium containing comely goth, EBM, industrial, dark wave, witch house, dark electro, and more. That is free all night tonight. Moving down one door and up one day, tomorrow it's time for Playland to take total control of the Cat Club in San Francisco. DJ's Melting Girl and Sage will be there to tie up the front room floor, whipping up a sinister selection of dark electro, industrial, dance pop, and underground sound from throughout the decades, LGBTQ-friendly jams, and plenty more, while the back room fully submits itself to that which cannot be spoken of. Come hungry! Then there's the knockout night knocking at the knockout in San Francisco known as Downtown 81, which, as I always enjoy pointing out, is neither Downtown nor 81. Go figure. DJ Suproblema and Paul Costuros are your sonic selectors at this vigorous vinyl venture vending virtuosic no-wave, post-punk, mutant disco, and much more with an eye to the deeper cuts. That is free all night tomorrow. 
Death Rock debauchery descends upon Sa Sacramento this Thursday when Nox Novocula, they've been on the show, nurture notably nice noise at the colony. With them are X-Air, individuals who innovate incendiary infusions, including elements of no-wave, post-punk, cold-wave, 80s-style industrial and experimental noise into something truly unique. They really are great. DJ Chat Noir completes this excellent all-ages exhibition. There's a space age love song to all things happening, all things 80s happening, excuse me, this Thursday at the Cat Club in San Francisco because the radical dance party with the authoritarian name 1984 is having a special celebration of some of the biggest music from the band with some of the biggest hair, a flock of seagulls. DJs Damon and Trip jam pack the jams with a totally tubular telecommunication of all the new wave, 80s pop, one hit wonders, dark wave, and more that you're wishing for in the back room. While in the front room, it's DJs Porter and Formica who foment the best from across the decades that I know I personally, I ran to the dance floor for. With both rooms focusing on a fabulous flock, this event that's going to be like living in heaven is free to enter all night. Oh, the puns, the puns! Then, <laughs> the next night, San Francisco's Cat Club drops a double dance dispatch this Friday with each of the venue's two rooms being run as separate events, but once inside, you can go back and forth just as you would at any other time. So you get to enjoy both parties in back room. It's time for dancing ghosts to haunt the house. DJs Star Noir and Bit, your ghost hosts with the most, boast the the best brilliantly bleak bangers, bestowing both classic and current cuts of goth, industrial, darkwave, post-punk, EBM, and more. While all that bellows in the back room, the front's fabulous festivity is the quality queer wave quorum known as Boy Division with DJ Xander and Steve Fabus. They've the new wave faves crave as well as disco, Italo, and more of the score you adore in store for the floor that steer queer. Plus, some lucky someone is going to win free tickets to see the legendary Grace Jones when she plays at the Fox Theater later this month. And best of all, this Boy Division and Dancing Ghosts marvelous mass meetup is also a party with a purpose because proceeds will go directly to the Southern Poverty Law Center. So you can feel good in your soul just as you do on the dance floor. For those of us that want to feel that kind of good right now, by the way, there's no need to wait. Just go to SPLCenter, that's one word, dot org, and make the world a little better right now. Also this Friday, our friends in the Reno Sino are betting on black at the Alturas Bar with their monthly merrily morbid ministration, the 13th Hour. DJs Adrian Scissorhands and Davey, Boy Davey Bones joins DJs Dreamy Goth and Dr. Dilworth for a fun night of and I'm using their own words here, new, old, and undead music, specifically goth, post-punk, death rock, industrial, and dark wave for your dance and delight. You know the music scene in Reno is always a good bet. Plus, back on our side of the great granite spine of the West, 
we move on to Saturday, where Sacramento is definitely going to have a good night because the harsh, dark wave dance of Bestial Mouth, they've also been on this show, will ignite the night with delight all right from the stage of the colony, plus XTR Human, who resides at the intersection of classic cold wave and modern dark wave. DJs Chat Noir and Davey Bones supply supplemental sound at this all-ages event. Incidentally, I have more to tell you about XLR Human in just a sec, but also likely to be an excellent evening. This Saturday, it's time to get fancy and dancy at Club Necromancy because they are turning Sacramento's Scarlet Room at Harlow's into a place, and I quote, where the depths of hell rise and vampires join forces with demons and all the sinful creatures of the night. It's a special sinful, sinful, sinisters, sinful, sinister, sinners theme night. Try saying that fast. So feel free to deck out in your finest furnishings related to vampires, horns, demons, sinners, fetish, or simply your favorite dark club finery. And just be clear, said desired attire is admired but not required. Regardless, though, you're going to want to come ready to move because DJ's Keys and David V are going to flood the floor with an intoxicating mixture of awesome goth, industrial, EBM, dark electro, dark wave, and more. I mean, come on. Who among us doesn't enjoy indulging in a little necromancy with friends, right? Over in San Francisco, New, New Wave City has a night that's sure to leave the happy house known as the Cat Club spellbound this Saturday. You already guessed it yet? That's right. It's a Susie and the Banshees bash with DJ's Shin Dog and Ms. Margo face-to-face in the back room with a cascade of awesome New Wave, Dark Wave, and more for you. Complete with videos, that is sure to be a real tinderbox. Or head into the light of the front room where DJ's Lowlife and Danny White are saying, Don't you forget about me, because in addition to all that awesome New Wave and, and all that Susie and the Banshees fireworks, they are also going to be shining the sonic spotlight on Simple Minds. New Wave City always brings the best from the work of each overground icon down to the cooler lesser known Rhapsody mm, that's a lot of puns or this Saturday come play the East Bay way with an affair that's really gonna slay when the Ivy Room in Albany presents Club Guillotine Victoria Victrola Meshuganuts and If and Weddy are Club Guillotine's head honchos if you will offering performances by the Shadow Circus Creature Theater, who do what they refer to as disturbing puppetry for a disturbing world, the beguiling burlesque of Sergeant Die Weiss, and a royal recital by the Dragon King, plus the dark dance deliveries of DJ Star Noir, Nico Vampy, and Mr. C. Club Guillotine is sure to be a cut above, and yes, there will be blood, so we're being admonished to dress accordingly oh man gotta catch my breath after all that then at the same spot but on a different day this sunday various folks from albany's ivy room are putting together a special show just for you the music will be broad with bipolar's classic hardcore punk sound that is if i have the correct band called bipolar i'm 
actually not 100% certain about that, but I think this is the right one. Anyway, uh, as well as some Avant Indie with a touch of Psych from M. Jones and T. Melee. Victoria and the Vaudevillians will please with the keys of Whimsies. The big hair and big sound of the Ethel Merman experience. And the dark experimental Electro of Jeweled Snakes. And Grumbler's riveting Rootsy Rock. DJ Officer Daddy rounds out this adventurous roster. This, this cool collection of comrades commences early starting at 6 p.m. and is free to attend the whole damn time. There's another early and very impressive lineup in the air-conditioned city this Sunday as well because San Francisco's August Hall will be enchanted by the death magic of health Plus, also been on the show, plus the skilled synth specialists signed Perturbator and the powerfully percussive permutations of street sects. Again, these fiery festivities flare up early with doors at six and welcome all ages. But I have yet another early live show worth thinking about this Sunday for you as well. Over in Sacramento in Retrograde, we'll be providing particularly possessing post-punk at On The Y to open what is sure to be a worthwhile wingding. Then it's time to hit the floor as Club Absolution renders its resplendent revelry. DJ's Keys and Carney Robber advance a chance to dance, ready to frighten and delighten in the nighten and intoxicating array of goth EBM in Industrial, dark wave, dark electro, and more. Bring your dance and shoes because you are going to need them. The live portion of the proceedings begin at 7 p.m. with the DJ Dance Dispatch taking over at 9. Sunday is also going to be a good night, hands down, to get down to the town because Oakland's Elbow Room will be hosting the aforementioned XTR Human. And this time, they will have with them the intense industrial in intonations of Killer Couture. Moving south, south of the South Bay, where the trees meet the seas. If it's Sunday, it's time for the box to take over the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz. Where this week, DJ Empire will team up with the DJ cartel known as the Usual Suspects to succeed in making music and mischief at this night of enjoyable industrial, great goth-pleasing post-punk, electrifying electro, and much more. Always a good time, always free, all night. Monday opens with something you will definitely want to sink your teeth into. When the Crest Theater in Sacramento pr presents a screening of the classic silent film, Nesferatu, I I'll tell you, I don't know much about being silent. This is no ordinary showing of the movie, though, because... There to perform the score live will be the Invisible Czars, who employ a mix of acoustic and electric instrumentation, including violin, glockenspiel, organ, flute, bass, clarinet, voices and vocals, music box, loops, electric guitar, bass, piano, and percussion. That sounds impressive. The show starts at 7.30, and vampire bats of all ages are welcome to hang out in the dark with us. And after that... 
There's Death Guild every week for 29 years. These dark souls have kept the San Francisco scene moving all through the night. It all happens at the DNA Lounge, where upstairs DJs Sage and Bit give you just the right balance of goth, post-punk, and dark wave. While downstairs, Joe Radio, Decay, and Melting Girl do not disappoint, delivering lots of awesome industrial, EVM, and synth. And after a night of great drinks, dancing, and more, I don't have to tell you, there really is nothing better than a piece of some of the best pizza in town! Oh, man. Oh, Dusty Gannon, what do you have coming up for Vision Video? So Vision Video has our second record coming out. It's called Haunted Hours, and that'll be out on October 11th. And then a couple days later, we'll be heading out for a five-week tour, uh, 33 dates total on from October 13th through the 19th of November. And in your neck of the woods, specifically, we will have a show in San Diego at the Whistle Stop, and uh, that's October 23rd. And then on the 24th, we have uh, in San Francisco, we're going to be opening for the Chameleons at Bottom of the Hill, which that's, I'm extremely excited about. That's awesome! Yeah. That's yeah. going to be I mean, so awesome. Just, they are they are a huge influence on us as a band, and uh, it's just going to be really amazing to, to perform and share a stage with them. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, I, I would talk your ear off, but I really want to get back into the music. I thought maybe we could hear something off the, the, the upcoming album you just mentioned, Haunted Hours. How about Death in a Hallway? Yeah, this one's a little different. This is like a little bit more of a aggressive biting song. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. It's like a different angle of vision video. That I think people are going to really uh, enjoy seeing for the first time. Awesome. Well, more music, more time with vision video, more me, Owen, Hanging Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM. But right now, off the new album by Vision Video, Death in a Hallway, stay with us.
96 eyes, I got a garbage brain that's driving me insane And I don't like a ride, so push that nest aside Baby, I won't care, cause baby, I don't scare Cause I'm a reborn maggot using gym warfare Rock Before I go, I'm going to tell you, though, that last song you probably already know is Human Fly by The Cramps, of course. That was a suggestion out of the Seattle area, and we opened that very short set with our guest today, Vision Video, the song Death in a Hallway. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Dusty, for coming on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. How do we keep up with Vision Video? How do we follow you? Where do we find all your stuff? How do we find Goth Dad? Where Where is everything? <laughs> yeah, sure. So the, the hub for everything is kind of just at visionvideoband.com. There you can find links to our social media. Uh, you can find merch. We run that. We're totally independent bands, so everything gets shipped out from us. Uh, you can also find tickets uh, to our tour dates. Uh, but as far as social media is concerned, if you want to find some uh, some hilariously cringy, bad goth dad jokes, you can go onto TikTok and Instagram and just search Vision Video Band, all one word. And uh, that's pretty much our name across every social media platform out there. So come watch a man publicly embarrass himself. Uh, <laughs> it's high high art. I have created high cringe art form that I'm very proud of. So I love, I would this. love it if you came by. <laughs> I love this. If you are looking for me, I'm hitting the road. I'm going on not a big tour, just a little one. I'm calling it an ultra micro mini tour because I don't know. Should I be wearing an ultra micro mini while I'm on the road? I don't know about that. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to be playing Scarlet at Artifice. We're having a special Nine Inch Nails themed party. Oh man, Scarlet is awesome! So that's Saturday. Then Friday on September 23rd, so a week from Friday, I will be playing in Salt Lake City at Area 51. It is also the opening night of the Rocky Horror Picture Show there, and we're doing a special Rocky Horror party. But we're also having a full, you know, end-to-end -end dark dance party with, you know, so it'll be it'll be a good gothic dance party, but with, like, Rocky Horror stuff. It's going to be awesome. 
And then two days after that, Sunday, September 25th, I will be in Portland, Oregon, making Homecoming to Hive at the Star Theater. Can't wait to see all my friends there. Of course, you can find me on Facebook, Owen, Owington, Owensford. I got four Facebook accounts because I like to spread it around. You know me. Say hi. Make requests. By all means, make requests, make requests, make requests. I love playing music for people, as you can see, and a lot of the requests that come in for the Hanging Garden Radio Show come to me on Facebook as private, personal Facebook Messenger texts. So please keep those coming so I can play music for you. In the meantime, you know, you can always find me here every Tuesday on BFF.FM, Hanging Garden Radio Show. Until next time, I just want to thank everybody for coming on. Thank you, Dusty Gannon, Vision Video. Thank you, DJ1029 from Club Nevermore in Little Rock. Thank you to the donors. We really are here only because you let us be. In the meantime, till we meet again, stay safe, stay sane, and stay together. And stay tuned because you never know what's going to happen next on BFF.FM. I know I don't. So we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody! The Hanging Garden Radio Show is brought to you by Owen and listeners like you who help us keep the show on the air every month. If you would like to contribute, go to bff.fm donate today and make sure to make a note that your donation is for us. I'm Davey Bones, the founder of The Hanging Garden. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM for another episode of the Hanging Garden Radio Show.